What up, what up, what up, world? This is the control room. I am your host, Mr. Fat on the Track, producer. Right now, we got none other than a legend in his own right, you know. Uh, 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 if I could say he was the Swiss Army knife of the music game, he's definitely one of those. You've seen him all over, you've heard of him. I'm pretty sure you've heard some records this man has touched now. You know, you've heard some. I got none other than the magic man himself, Mr. T. Black. What's going on, friend? What's going on, my brother? My brother. Hey. Mr. Fat. Hey, we back. The track. We back in the lab yes, again, sir. baby. Yes, what is sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always. I, yeah, how you been, man? I've been amazing. I've been amazing. That's you know good. what I'm saying? God is great. That's God good. God is good all the time. So I've been amazing. Cool. So I by the by the illustrious works of uh our big homie, Mr. E, you know yes. what I'm saying? We got you to come back to your old stomping ground, one of your previous stomping grounds in Lafayette. Yes, yes, right, right? Yes, yes. So do me a favor. Give, give the people a quick resume, a piece of the resume. We're going to get into the rest of it deeper in, but start them off with a little bit of the resume of T-Black. Okay, we'll give it just a little. Um, worked with uh, Snoop Dogg, right. Jazzy Faye, Isaac Curry. I've worked with uh, Issa, Jacquees. Um, worked with Jacob Lattimore, uh -huh. Shamik Moore. I've worked with, oh my gosh, Jay Quan. I've worked Jeez. with... Um, Chrissy Stokes, I've worked with Marcus Houston, I've worked with Immature, and the list goes on, you know. Uh, okay. Cupid, I cannot forget. Man. Oh my <laughs> gosh, cannot forget that. Uh, bro, the, the whole legend, time legend. Yeah, the whole yeah, time yeah. legend, Cupid, yeah. you know. Um, so, the, you know, the list goes on. Um, okay. And so, you know, Bring it back to some of the 337 artists we might have remembered. 337, yeah. let's, go to, let's go to my very first project, okay. and it's still dear to me for this area. That okay. was Jarvis. Uh, Jarvis Jacob. Yep, Jarvis Jacob, Ooh. and he's still doing his thing. Uh, I talk to Jarvis, matter of fact, pretty much every other week, if not. Amen. I get on him like, yo, we're going we gonna to make this happen. So we, That's a we looking at soul bringing, right there, bro. We're looking at bringing something back. You know? Hey, do it, man. Uh, so Jarvis Jacob, um, Kim, Lady, Lady Kim. Kim. Uh -huh. So, of course, we're going to go back to Cupid. Okay. Um, we gonna go back to uh, God. No, we can go back to Trilly and T. We okay. can go to uh, I remember Webby, the, the, uh, the Purple Planet days. Yeah, Purple I, Planet uh, D Bills. <laughs> I was gonna get to that right there because that's the whole yeah. That's thing. a whole movement. That's right a there. whole movement with right, itself. Right. Uh, but the Purple Planet days. Now that day was. I mean. Oh man, that was something different, bro. Right. That was something different we were moving with. Uh, so shout out to D Bills right yeah, there, man. Uh, Mr. Real Estate, huh? Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, we, yeah, God, dog. I it's mean, so I, more, it's, it's so many uh, artists. It can that, get like that, uh, man. That's what happens yeah. with, with, a, with a, a, a fruitful career. <laughs> the list gets kind of long. Sometimes. I just thank God, man. It's been that long, man. That's great. That's and, for real. And, 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 and hey, brother, it's awesome to see you still at it. Yeah, it's awesome to see you still thriving, still kicking, bro, and still sticking with. It. You as well, though. Oh, yeah, you man. as well. I appreciate it, man, because you know this, the game is dirty. It's yeah. ugly. It's very ugly. It's fair, too. It's very fair. Right. It's and depending it's... on how you read that paperwork <laughs> and that contract. Oh, hey, yeah. We're going to get to Which that. Which side are you going to be on? We're going to get to that. Yeah, yeah. So, let's start it off. Give me the beginning, the history, the, 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 the blueprint and the foundation of what started and became T-Black. Well, how did it come? What started? Okay. So, uh, a lot of people don't know. That. Well, I'm going to talk about where I got my name from. Uh, so my, my original name, if you look on the Snoop Dogg project, I actually use my original name for my artist, which is Terrell Urquhart. That's the artist name okay. I go by. Okay. Um, so my friends growing up, it's a funny story how I got T-Black, uh -huh. uh, because my name was Terrell. So everybody was like, well, you so black, man, we're going to call you T-Black. So, you know, <laughs> I, I've, I've just learned to take the good with the bad yeah. and roll with it and just yeah. make the best, you know, make the best out of the outcome. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, so right. Um, with that. It's, it's made a household name. So I think my friends were calling me that. Straight so up. we could just start with that right there, where the name comes right, from. Right, right. Um, so a lot of times you, you people make jokes and make fun of you, and right. we don't look at how can we turn this thing around. Right. You know what I'm saying? The number one thing they're laughing at can be the number one thing it, you market yourself Exactly. With. Right. I've just been felt like, I felt like always one of those underdogs, no matter where I was, right. who had to prove themselves. But I wasn't too busy trying to prove, prove myself to others, just right. to myself. To that I know I could do it. Right, right. So that right there. So we'll start off with that. 16, mm -hmm. Leesville, Louisiana. Okay. Crazy part about it is, uh, rest in peace to my father. Just lost my father uh, back in November. Okay, my condolences to the family. he is the foundation, the forefront of everything that people have seen in me. Right. Um, when I decided at, I was a musician first. 
So I toured with, played with people such as Patrice Wilson, mm-hmm. um, Ty Tribbett, Fred Hammond, a couple other people, you know, at that time. So it was a gospel, gospel foundation. Gospel foundation. Ah, it's a okay. true gospel foundation. That's okay. why you get the soul. <laughs> my dad is, he was actually a, a bishop. Okay. Uh, so pastor and then my mom, she's a prophetess. Okay, so, okay. you know, the church background yes, is sir. very instilled into me. Uh, so uh, that, that you can't leave that. So when you hear those, you know, hey, melodies man, and songs and some people might not agree with me, but I always say that church backgrounds are the funkiest foundations you could have. I would have to agree. <laughs> Everybody on my team has a church background. Hey, man, it's Everybody. some folk in the pulpit, dog. <laughs> yeah, they it had, is. Bro. You know, it is. Yeah, man. So that forefront came from that. So. Crazy part, we was in Atlanta doing a show one time, uh-huh. and I don't know if you, you know Exact Studios off of uh, Northside Drive in uh, Atlanta. Okay. Uh, that was the very first studio I went to at 15 years old. Uh-huh. And like, let's just say major studio. I went in there and I was like, yo, what is all these cool buttons? Right, what is this right, dude? Right, what right. is that dude? These speakers and right. just everything. You see the drums. That is what really just started the fire for being a producer and what that was other, outside of just being, you know, a drummer. Right. If, you know, at 13, I felt like I was just going to be the best drummer in the world. Right, right. That was just the goal, just right. to be the best drummer. But God had other plans. So, so. you got exposed to an actual atmosphere. Exactly. Right, right, right. Where, it could, where it could go. Right. So, you know, I was sitting there and I'm like, yo, what is this? So I come back. I'm like, yo, dad, yo, I want a studio. You know, I want this. I want that. I know I want to do this. You ready to and go? I'm ready to go. I'm fired <laughs> up. Man, right. it was. All right. So anybody remember the Musician's Friends book? Yeah. I would be in school. They would be teaching. I'll finish my homework and everything so, so quick so that I can get into this musician friends book and look at everything. All Remember the uh, Fostex yep. board? I yep. wanted the multi-track Fostex yep. board. The digital recorder. Yeah. 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 Remember the rolling, little, the cord rolling uh, beat machine? That right, they right, 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 right. Making a wish list. Yeah, making a whole <laughs> wish list on there. Yeah. So, you know, my dad, he always instilled, his biggest thing was instilling business, business into me first. So he said, all right, son, you want to do this? Write me a business. Okay. Let me know why you should, why I should okay. build this studio for you. Why you need this equipment and how you're going to make this money back. So Pops, Pops made you organize that dream and get it. He made right. me organize. Yeah. Okay. So I took BSAT. I don't know, everybody familiar with BSAT hey, in that's class. That's what I started. Exactly. Too, <laughs> so look, I'm sitting that in was BSAT my major class. Too, hey. I love the days that they gave us to, to write something right. down. I took that time to write my, my paperwork up, right, right. get my learn how to do a business plan, right. write in BSAT. Did my business plan, brought it to my dad, brought him all the equipment. A week later, I had my studio built in one of the plazas that we own. Right. I had all the equipment that I ever asked for right wow. there. Wow. So that right there showed me. My dad always told me, he said, people that believe in you, they're just not going to tell you, hey, I believe in you. They're going to put something behind you to right. show you that they believe in you. Right. And so... That right there is when people tell me they believe in me, I look at, hey, are you just telling me this or what are you showing? What's the action that you're putting behind? Right. So he instilled more than just business, just the character, how you should move forward, how, you know, what you should expect when somebody says they believe in. If you believe in somebody, what you should be doing with them. Right. So I take that and I put that with my artists and definitely. You know, try to instill that. And what do I believe? Right. You know, and put that belief behind it. It's vital because, you know, a lot of support doesn't come until they see execution. Exactly. So, you know, talking and ideas, you know, it's always chitter chat unless we talk. Exactly. After the second and third conversation, when you see me come with a strategized plan or you see a mock version of what I wanted to get done and I went and did it myself and people start saying, okay, yeah, he's serious. He's serious. Exactly. So when I wrote that business plan, my pops knew. Oh, he's serious. He ready to go. So he he knew, okay, let me, while this fire, he understood that, hey, while this fire is burning in him, let me go ahead and ignite it even more. Okay. And at least he knows he got it. I know that he can handle it. He knows the business. Now, this is the second thing he gave uh-huh. me. He said, okay, son, I know you want to do music, but you, if you're going to do music, you need to learn all genres. You need oh. to learn all genres. I thank my dad to this day for that. Wow. I got to work with a Spanish group that uh, me and Chris Stokes are really working on. And uh, I'm going to talk about that later. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. But, okay. you know, it's some, some crazy stuff that's going on. Uh, and so, man, I had to write Spanish music. Right. And had I not been in tune to just learning all types of music, Listening I to wouldn't have been able to take, right. take hold of that opportunity. Right. So I thank him for all of the things that he instilled in me because to this day, I see it all come to fruition. Like, Amen. I have to use this now. Amen. So, and it's awesome. It's awesome, bro, because I, I, I kind of have a similar background. You know? mm-hmm. My pops was a choir director. 
uh, R&B musician turned gospel singer, gospel musician. And your pops was cold on the keys. Yeah, too. man. See, pops was I already heard it. Right. I heard. Yeah, man. You know, so and, and and it was the same way. I had not just gospel music in my household. Mm-hmm. I had Cameo. I had Frank Sinatra. I had uh, you know, Zodico music. Mm-hmm. I had folk music. Like it was just you got to understand that music is universal. That's it, right? The more creativity and universal elements you have in your repertoire and your arsenal. The yeah. better of a producer you can be. Exactly. Right? That's you know what I'm saying? You don't, want, you don't want to ever be limited. Like, you don't want Puff to just be like, hey, I'm looking for a producer. Ha, ha, ha. Everybody brings your name up. Okay. Like you said, it's this Latin artist we're working with. Mm-hmm. I need something fused Latin and hip hop. Yeah. You got to know Latin and hip hop to make that happen. And if you're a songwriter, you better know how to write <laughs> these Spanish lyrics in Spanish. And translate real and quick. translate it. Yeah, thanks to technology, we can get away with a lot of this Listen, faster, I but... paid a translator $250 a day. Uh-oh. For four hours a day. Songwrite. To help me songwrite and translate these songs. Right. So that's how real it was for me. Let me go ahead and, you know, pay this translator. Right. Because I don't want to miss this opportunity. Exactly. To be the best and give them the best that they need. Yes. And, you know, it helped. I seen the growth right. in me. And, you know, I thank God it was able to open so many doors for so many people on my team. So, I, you know, I just look at, you know, the growing points. Like I said, that if I can talk about the starting point, you want right. to talk about the foundation, that's the foundation right. of who T-Black was. Everything my dad instilled in me from that time. And that fire has still been burning still to this day. Awesome. And I think that's awesome for your father's legacy. It's going to be awesome for yours. Yeah. Kids passed on down. Like, that is the beginning of what legacies, how they are built. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They have to have a strong foundation and all the way to go. So, I'm glad you brought that up about the investing the 250 to not miss an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Kind of give me a, 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 a track record of how certain opportunities started lining up for you as a producer. How did it start spawning until it became a career? Okay. I, I, I would have to say that started here. Um, in Lafayette. In Lafayette. In Lafayette. Okay. So we'll we'll go to that. So what migrate? How you got to Lafayette? Okay. Let's bring so that up. let's go <laughs> from Leesville to Lafayette. Yeah. All right. To Leesville. Leesville is a small town, but shout out to the three three seven. Shout out to the yeah. three. Yeah. And we saw three three seven. Yeah. So you know, dang, I've been going that long. <laughs> uh, so the whole thing about it is um, the migration. I came to UL, which was southeastern at you know at one point, but mm. came UL when I came. So I came to UL, uh, going to school there. And I just knew music was what I wanted to do. The crazy part, I was trying to go to full sale right after after high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost my brother my senior year of high mm-hmm. school. My mom was like, ah, oh, my parents were like, they didn't feel finicky with right, me going right. all the way to that Florida. Far, right. So I was like, you know what? I'll go to UL. You know, uh, at the time, somebody I was talking to was coming here. I was like, oh, yeah, it'll work out perfectly. You right, know right, saying? right. All right, cool. We're going to come here. Came to Lafayette when I first came to Lafayette. It was just something in the air. I felt. I'm like, yo, this is something different. <laughs> like, I like this vibe. Yeah. Like, this is different. I mean, a lot of people don't understand. Uh, and let me break this down. Mm-hmm. Central Louisiana, North Louisiana okay. is totally different okay. from South Louisiana. Okay. So, people, uh, let, let, I'm glad he brought that up because there's some truth behind this let, statement. Let, let's let's break that down. Uh, where you get the cooking, cooking coming from is the true South, the Sioux Southern. Let's so let's take it from Lafayette on down the uh-huh. IT into New Orleans, right, all right. in between. That's where you get the good cooking from. Right. So, if you want that good uh, Louisiana cooking, I'm going to be honest. You got to come to Lafayette. You got to, I mean, Let's just be honest. The they, surrounding areas, man, there's this, that whole 337 gumbo is just, is different. Exactly. It's it different. They told me, and then this is another thing that got me here. They said, this is the number one party school. Oh, what? Oh, God. What? Dog, hey, look, man. If you went to UL. You party from Sunday early 2000s to Sunday. or late 90s. <laughs> if you were in that generation of alumni or just the student body in the USL, UL category, when they say number one party school, you knew what time it was. You knew what time it was. Like let's not let's not even front let's on go. UL and USL. Come on, dog. like y'all y'all know y'all know. Come on. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So you ended up at UL, right? I you ended up campus. at UL. I'm on campus. Uh, so I'm like, yo, you know, I'm a producer. I'm right. gonna be a producer. So I'm taking uh business as my major, right. and I'm doing music as my minor. Right. But I realized, I'm like, yo, this music class here at this school is not it. Right. Um, and which is a downfall, I feel like, for Louisiana. We, we have so much talent here, 
but nothing to really push that talent out. Right. Um, but I got something for that. Uh, we're going to talk about that okay. too later on. Okay. Um, so the whole thing about it is um, I went to that and I was like, yo, I need more. I need more. I need more. So, but the crazy part, I hooked up with, uh, I was going to this church called Progressive. Okay. Uh, I knew Chris Terry. Uh -huh. um, so, before I came out here, I was like, yo, you know, I'm out here, you know, I'm looking for a church to play at. So, went to the church, got the gig. We ain't going to talk about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so, you did a stint at Progressive yeah. for a little while. So, a I was at Progressive as a drummer. Okay. And then I met Ernest E, who all put this together right All here. right. When I met E, I'm going to be real with you. E changed the course of my life. For college for me okay that's what really put the extra fire in knowing that i could run a company right is when he gave me the opportunity he had a studio called hands-on studio right um and i'm talking about when he was over it it was the most to me it was the most amazing experience to be as a college because i'm coming from my college apartment okay with the bed my right here on here, you know, remember the college apartments? They, it's like a cubicle. <laughs> so I got the keyboard right here. Okay. The bed is a part, is my sitting area for my keyboard oh, for man. the Triton right here. I got the, you know how to get at one desk. Yeah. It wasn't for no study. And I had the speakers right that here. That was your gear. Okay. That was my gear. gear rack. <laughs> I wasn't doing no studying. I was making all beats. Hey, man. Hey, studying got done five minutes before class. That's Shoot. what it was for me right there because hey, I was all music. Right. So, like I said, he changed the course of that because he allowed me to come in and really he took me and said hey you have something special right and i'm going to help push this out yes. of you and literally came in and gave me that you know started me off as just hey let me engineer figuring out what mm -hmm. i was mm -hmm. he taught me reason hey, right let me tell y'all reason it's still reason. Listen, I need a check. I've been uh -oh. with y'all for over 12, 15 years. I need a check reason. Oh, propeller head. Hey, propeller head. Y'all got to get at my I home, need, man. Listen, I need an endorsement deal. I oh, need something. Man. I've been promoting y'all product for 10 years, 10 plus years <laughs> since E introduced me. And I will never leave it because it's what, you know, it's what made me. Right. But so E started, he took me in, started changing, you know, showing me, hey, this is what you need to do. The technique. So I talk, I had a long talk with E. Some things happened with school at the mm -hmm. time. Some things were going on. So I had a long talk with E. I said, E, look, I got this opportunity to go to Ohio State. They got this recording program with the recording workshop out there. I said, hey, I'm really thinking about it. He said, you need to take it. Right. You need to take it. You right. need to go. So my parents, hey, they was agreeing to it. Hey, we paid that money. Off I was went. on a flight. I said, UL, I'm gone. Right. I went to Ohio. And literally, we put out a project with Jarvis, you know, when I was in uh, college. I know I'm kind of going all over the place, but it's okay. all going to make sense. We put out a project with Jarvis okay. that really did well, you know, for it, just to say we was in uh, college. Uh, and with the help and guidance of my boy, Drew, uh -huh. man, Drew really helped put this package in together. What was the name of that album? Uh, oh, my gosh. What was the name of that album? Name of the album, Drew. Oh, my God. In the studio. In the studio. In the studio. Okay. That's what the Shout out Jarvis Jacob, Jarvis Jacob with the first Jacob. album, In the Studio. In the studio. We had, a, <laughs> we had a record on there that went to the radio. Okay. And went number one on the you know, local radio, yeah, yeah. which was Pass Me Some Water. So, you know, right, so right, I can right. roll harder. Yeah. Uh, bro. You know, that was, that was a uh, saying back then. We had the shirts. I mean, uh -huh. we were moving. We, we just knew we had something. Right, right. But again, like I said, E telling me to go to this school, it just really... Took my game when I came back and elevated. I heard music a whole different way. Right. I'm EQing a whole different way. I'm right. I hear production a whole different way. Now I don't just have a gift. Let me just say that. Mm -hmm. Again, I just don't have a gift, mm -hmm. but I have the knowledge. I have the knowledge to activate the gift at mm -hmm. the highest level. Mm -hmm. Speak on it. I have the knowledge, the Bible says, for people who lack. What? Because of lack of knowledge. They perish for a lack of knowledge. Hey man, speak on it, bro. So the thing about it is the reason that people can't grow and people are stuck in the same positions and people don't know, hey, I don't, because they don't want to grow. And you know, hey, you know why? And let me tell you this, and this is from experience and from just noticing from working with other producers and artists, sometimes gifts make us lazy. Mm. Sometimes you can be so gifted, it's to the point where you feel that's enough. And we know it through the course of our works, 
having a gift is not enough. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it takes learning a different skill, learning how to use that gift in a different way, learning how to apply it in different instances and atmospheres and opportunities, because sometimes being gifted is not enough. We know that. And we feel, and I'm going to say this because I fell victim to it before. I've gotten lazy because I knew I was gifted. Mm. And I thought that just being gifted because I was better than the average person around my way Mm -hmm. that I didn't have to do anything. Wow. Right? So, Brings for a circle to what you said. Traveling to Ohio puts you in another state. Yeah. Puts you in another realm. Yeah. Right? You start seeing different. When I started moving around, going to studios in Houston, going to studios in Atlanta, going to these studios in LA and all that, and I'm seeing, different hey, man, I thought I, I thought I was the shit earlier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me go ahead and take a back seat because I ain't, I'm tripping. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. I can see what I, I understand. Having the knowledge and the gift elevates. Exactly. That's the gym we just dropped. We and, have to drop the yeah, gym. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> and, and and I'm gonna be honest with you too. I being that I knew I was gifted drummer, right? Right. Okay. This is going to trip you out. Okay. And I had this conversation with my brother in the car the other night. Mm-hmm. I never felt like I was gifted as a producer. Right. Still to this day. Right. I look at you and I'm like, bro, you can run circles around. Right. 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 You feel what I'm saying? I look at some of my guys and I'm like, yo, y'all are amazing. Right. Right. I never feel like I've accomplished enough. Right. I never feel like I've reached that plateau. Um, when first number one record we had was with uh, Breathe, mm-hmm. my personal first number one mm-hmm. was with Issa, Jacob Lattimore, and Jacquees, which okay. was Breathe. Yo, in that right there, I just never. I was like, okay, what's next? Right. We hitting, we, you, you see your song on BET, you see your song, with, uh, you get in the studio and with these people, you just feel like, uh, I just always felt like there was something more. Right. There was something more. Right. I, and my wife asked me something. She's like, babe, do you ever see yourself getting starstruck with somebody? Because I've never just seen you just be like, and I don't. Tripped because out, to right. me, it's like, I'm here because I'm you supposed belong. to be here. I exactly. I don't feel out of place because I belong here. Not only that, <laughs> I'm here to do a job. Yeah. It's like if you at Walmart and you're at the cash register, you're there to do the job. Right. Ring the stuff up and do your job. It ain't there to chat. It ain't there to make friends. It's not. And I, I understood that always. I said, okay, I'm in here because they need me. They want me here or and they need me here mm-hmm. to make something better because they know I can do it. Right. So when I walked in with that, it wasn't a, a, a like a it was a confidence. It wasn't mm-hmm. an arrogance. It was a confidence in me knowing right. my gift that I know, okay, the Bible says your gift will make room for you, all right? right. Now I'm going to go to that in a second. But the thing about it is I knew that my gift made the room for me to go in here. Now, it making room mm-hmm. allowed me to show my value to whatever project was coming to. Right. So I always go into a room looking to say, how much value can I add to this room? Of course. I don't go in here saying, oh man, how can I get this beaten? How much money can I make from this? And right, how can, right, right. If I go in looking at the money and I go in, let's just be real. If you look at money in this music industry, you will always feel depressed. <laughs> you will always feel. Hey, you're not, because you're giving this statement as somebody from the inside inside of the game yeah because a lot of the up-and-coming people and producers i'm not even gonna just say produce a lot of upcoming producers and artists they look at the music game as this just big paycheck yeah okay be realistic with them when you say looking at the money part of it will keep you depressed yeah explain why because you have to invest right it takes money to make money right and let me be real with you if you're not ready to put in over a million dollars into yourself Again, I'm gonna say this: mm-hmm. if you're not over time, okay. I'm not, it's not one time. Like not like just one big. Yeah, bag. we're not gonna say one big bag. Yeah, but let's just be real: you've been into this over 20 years, Pat. Yes, sir. I guarantee you, spend over two million, three million, four million. I can I can pretty much guarantee that, that would hurt my heart if I actually saw if you, it on paper. Okay, so <laughs> let me just tell you how I figured this yeah. out. One day, me and we we sat down with my accountant mm-hmm. and. You know, my financial advisor, I'm not going to say who that person okay. is because they like to keep it like that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they, they, they said, I guarantee you that you've been a multimillionaire at least seven times. They Ooh. said, well, they, think it's, they said it's two, two times. Right, right, right. When we looked at it and we went back over all of my accounting work and all the money I ran through, I was there seven times. Right. Seven times. Right. And been broke. Okay. Going to having six figures to no figures. Right. 
You got to lose it to know how to keep it. Going having to condo right in Buckhead to having no condo, no right. house, no nothing. Nobody wants to talk about the realness of this. Oh, that's what up. Nobody that's what here wants, for. So when I say the investment, not just money, your time. Right. The times you want to give up. The times that people say, ah, you might want to go get a real job. Yeah. You still know, messing with that many, music? How many times have you heard that? Uh, I still hear it. You still to exactly <laughs> because like I got a whole full fledged studio, a crib, and three kids. One on college, and they be like, "Man, you, you still not, you like you still doing the music?" Like, and they not think about it. I'm like, dog. You you pay for your kids to go to college with right. this music, right, exactly. You you you're doing what you love every day, and that's the thing. People don't do what they love every day. So they sit here and they cast their fears on you. And they can't figure out how you're able to make how it. How you're able to make it. Right. Brother, I, I heard something the other day. The worst person to fear is a person who keeps getting beat up and come down. This past year, I'm smiling. Right. Right. Let's talk about October. No, September. I lost my cousin. Mm -hmm. October. I lost my God brother. Mm -hmm. November, the day of my brother's funeral, I lost my dad. Mm -hmm. I feel you. You feel me? I'm saying. I feel you trust me. Some people would have gave up. Some people would have said, "Man, forget this, forget that, forget right, that." Right, right, right. But my thing is this: I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. Again, I refuse to get beat up. Right. Let me show you something. And what people don't want to look at is, yeah, you, people look at. We talked about the credits, right? Mm -hmm. But let me show you something. Them credits don't mean nothing. What are you doing today? Today. What are you doing the right. next day? Especially what are you doing in the, a year? Yeah, especially when it comes to the industry like that, dog. It's such it's such a fast paced game. I can't even brag about what I did two years ago. Come on. Come on. It doesn't matter. It does know? not matter. Did you do that today? Right. I can't brag about what I did last year. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. right. Like right now, we have a number one, we have a top ten record on Billboard right now. Right now. Which one? Chrissy with Relax. Okay. That's produced by my team, wrote by my wife. Right. So, like, like, she's a writer. I broke a producer, unknown producer, and I broke an unknown writer. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's about making this time, for me, it's about making ways for others. Making opportunities for people. Exactly. Right. Yes, sir. The ones that been doubted, but the ones that refuse to give up. Right. That's the ones I look at. Right. That's the ones I look at, because if, if you refuse to give up, you're going to win in this game. You're going to win. Amen. It's right. just a matter of time. Yeah, man. Get down, knock down, knock down nine, get up ten. Come on. Right. They don't call 409 for a reason. Right. I guarantee you. Do you know that story? What's that? 409. Uh-uh. You know why they call it 409? What Remember the 409 the cleaner? Okay. It took 409 times before they got the chemical right. Think about so they named, they named the amount of failures. Exactly. A brand of the product that worked. The amount of failures <laughs> to remind themselves okay. what kind of product they had to understand and never give up. Man. When you look at stories like that, it took... What, uh, 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 Colonel Sanders, what, over 80 or something times yeah, to yeah. get accepted, to get his chicken joint popped right, off? Right. We talk about the dude who made, who just, who wrote Rocky. He was broke. Right. I'm reading this book called by Greg uh, Cardone called 10X right now. He was right. talking about this. The dude in Rocky, the dude in Rocky, bro, the dude in Rocky was writing the, sh the script to this. Right. Broke. Right. Broke. So when I talk about investment, he sold his dog to make sure for $50 to make sure that he had food. Right. If you ain't willing to sell something, you ain't willing to do what you got to do to say, you know what? I'm going to make my dreams happen. I'm going to get here no matter what. No, can't nobody stop you but you. Right. People are their biggest failures. It's them. Hey, man, it happens, bro. It happens. But you know that's part of the that's part of the game as we grow as yeah. people. Period. Yeah. You know, no matter what industry you're in, self doubt happens because of our outside influences. Exactly. People that have the wrong vision and how we see things. You know that tends to happen. So, being that you're a person who's relentless, uh, give us some of the give us some of the track list of things that didn't work out that led to opportunity that worked. Okay. We'll, we'll, let's, let's talk about it. So, um, from, are we still in? We still in the Lafayette area to uh, to Atlanta? Was it Atlanta after Lafayette? Or if we talk about man, you talk about opportunities like that. It just I mean, just pick one and, and how it led to another one. Okay, so we'll, we'll talk about. Let's just talk about it before we got this Chrissy okay. single, right? Okay. Ask me how many songs we did before that. About fifty. 50 before y'all got the one that made top 10. Exactly. Okay. All right. So a lot of times 
I get, I'm in the studio. I've been in the studio several times. Mm-hmm. Where I've had to, like right now, I'm working on a show called How or High. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's written by Chris Stokes. Okay. Um, pretty much it's a really dope series um, on Urban Flicks right now. Mm-hmm. And we're just doing a new situation right now with two, it's going to be crazy. Okay. I can't talk okay. about all of it. Yeah, yeah. But the show is called How or High. It's out right now. You can check it out. Wrote and produced music on there as well and scored. Okay. So, but with that, like situations like that, I've had a song where, like right now, we were doing a, uh, the, the song for the opener for the next one that's mm-hmm. coming out. Mm-hmm. Literally, I had to write the rewrite the song four times over. Jeez. You know, I'm just, the artist wasn't pleased, or I was the NR, like what? Well, the whole thing about it was, so the first one, when you're dealing with film, you're, you're really setting and you're scoring, you're doing music for film. Mm-hmm. You're setting the emotion, you're setting everything for that. Right, that right, scene. right, right, right. So the music has to match whatever they're trying to pull out. If Visually. They, and right. with this, with, with the with the how high, so much dancing, it's so much visual art going okay. on. It's so so boom, boom. You gotta it's so many movements that I gotta think about when I'm writing this, how I'm singing this, how they're gonna move, how right. I, what's all right, let me look at this script. Okay, oh, he's saying that. Okay, cool. I need to talk about this. I need to do this. So you're really having to become part of this. Right. So right. the whole thing about it is we start off, we'll start off with an idea. You come in, send it in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, you know, the, the supervisor might like it. Then next thing you know, that you send it to the network network. Like, ah, that's not it. Right. We need another one. Right. Boom. You got to do a second one. Come with the second one. Uh, we like it, but we want to, it's got to change a different feel. Boom. Third right, one. Right, right. Oh, no, we want to switch it up. We want to go back to this one. Right. Go back to the first one. Some people would get mad. Right, right. I've you get frustrated. You, from- get, you, uh-huh. you can't get frustrated. Uh-huh. You can't learn to understand that you're, you're here to do it again, again, because we take music so critical and uh-huh. so emotional in it. That you got to realize sometimes you're there to do a job. Right. I'm here to do a job. This ain't my artist. This is this is something I'm being a part of that I was asked to be a part of. So I'm going to bring, okay, what do you want? Right. Until I get what you want. Until the we idea, get the green light. Come yeah. on. Right. I'm going to keep going. Right. Because right. I'm getting this. Right. I'm gonna get first of all, I'm gonna get this bag for my team. <laughs> and secondly, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get this uh this record on here because right. I'm just that determined. Yes. Because I know that other producer, if they told him probably the second or third time, he's he's, he's like, gonna you stop. Know what? Yeah. Get it. Cause they ain't give me no check yet. Yeah, man. I, I ain't even put no yeah, exactly. right, right, right. So it goes back to my other point. You gotta you can't worry about the money. Right. It's gonna come. Right. I tell my team that all the time. Seize it's the opportunity. Come. Let's get on the opportunity. Right. Let's make let's make ourselves, you know. Opportunists, right? <laughs> to the opportunities that's out here. So I want to know, how did the Snoop Dogg opportunity pop up? Man, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, right timing, right place. That's huge. That bro. was nothing but God's timing. So that's huge. Funny bro. story about that is when you choose to give your gifts back to God, mm-hmm. it become. Uh, man, I, I let me just be real. Okay, I, I'm, I'm a Christian. Yes, sir. And we're gonna talk about it. I've tried to live my, again, church background. Mm-hmm. So me going from that, and I'm trying to be this bad boy out here, right, right, trying to right. live this life. Right. Um, 2015, I'm going to be honest with you, that was one of the worst years for me as a career, as okay. a producer. Okay. 60% of the people that I worked with that year, that were on their way. They're on their, they were on their way. I mean, had signed deals and literally were doing some num- numbers yeah. in their city yeah. and about to come out. 60% of them got killed or in jail. Wow. Damn. So for me as a man of God, right, right, I had right. to ask myself again, I'm, I'm bringing all these points back. Yeah. I had to ask myself, what am I doing? Right. Because I'm, over, I'm sitting over here so busy trying to enjoy the party and I'm in here, we working right, and we right. doing this and I'm just caught up in the moment that I could offer Christ to them. Mm-hmm goes back to what I said, your gift will make rooms for you. So sometimes your gift is just for you to do something bigger than you even know. It's a vehicle. It's a vehicle. Exactly. So exactly. when I go into these rooms, especially now, I'm very prayerful about, okay, God, why am I in this room? Uh-huh. Why am I in this room? Why am I supposed to be in this room? So with the Snoop Dogg going back to that right mm-hmm. place, right time, I would just happen to be in a place where I was like, you know what, God, I'm going to try this. It's you and me. Right. And so I started my first single. Um, which was produced with, uh, by me and my brother, uh, Jay Vic. Mm-hmm. And so um, we did that record. That record, crazy part, I did that record in 2016. 
And if we know it came out in 2018, okay. two years later, yes. again, yeah. not giving up. Right. 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 So I did a record in 2016. Now, it was originally your record. It's originally my record. Okay. okay. It was just originally my record. So uh, we're at Hot Beat Studio, mm-hmm. the new Hot Beats. Well, now the old Hot Beats. Okay. Uh, I think it's Future Studio now. Okay. Okay. So we were over there. Can and Huh? Can you write it? Is that Teddy's? No, I don't think that's, that's Teddy's. Future. No, that's Future Studio. Right okay. off of Northside Drive next to Silent Sound now. Okay. Uh, so that was the old, at the time it was Hot Beats. Hot Beats, okay. So um, we in there, I'm working with, at the time, um, the independent label I was signed to, Good Life Music. Okay. Um, so shout out to Good Life Music. They the ones who really elevated me in Atlanta right, right, to right, another level too. Right. So um, with that being said, like, I'm sitting over there. I'm working. They, I got flown out because I was living in Houston at mm-hmm. the time. So I moved to Houston. So I flew out to back to Atlanta at the time. So I'm in Atlanta. We working at uh, Hot Beats for like we got the studio out for like a week. Mm-hmm. So we working at Hot Beats. You know, you see people coming in and out. Jazzy Faye is really one of he he's one of my favorite producers. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's my big bro right there. One of my favorite producers. So. We in the studio, and if you know how Hot Beats is, you come in there, it's a little pool table right okay. there in the middle, and then you got Studio A, you got Studio B, right, right. some Studio C. So I'm seeing Jazzy in there. He's just in the lobby area, so I'm like, okay. Oh, Y'all had never met? We Tell never me. met. Okay, okay. Never met. Jazzy actually had heard of me when I was working with Issa. Okay. So he was wondering. He, it was a record that had started getting some heat called okay, Dope Man okay. with me and Issa out there. And so he, he had asked Issa, bro, who your producer? Who did that? Right. So he had always heard of me, heard but we never okay. met. So, you know, again, right place, right time. So Jazzy's working with some artists in there. Um, so my management at the time uh, was... In the studio, they had me. Mm-hmm. They asked Jazzy right there. They like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. They introduced, you know, everybody talking. So they play. We played some records from the artist that we was working with at the time. Shout out to my boy Law, mm-hmm. who was doing some records on him. And so I'm in there, right, helping him write some records. And you know, we're doing some mixing, sitting in there. And then so I see he bring my management bring Jazzy in. Uh oh. So I'm like. Okay, this is dope. <laughs> so you know me, I'm here again. Right, I'm here to do my job. Right. So boom, I play the records like they asked me to for the other artists. Cool. And so uh, you know, uh, my management was like, "Man, play some records of yours." I'm like, "Me? All right, cool." You know, that's all you had to say. <laughs> right, right. So you know, we sitting there. So I was like, "Bro, I was about to immediately play some records because I'm like, yo." And Jazzy ain't going to hear no gospel, you right. know. I'm like, man, I'm just about to play some, you know, regular records I done did back in the old days to write, you know, write to. So I'm just let play, let him hear that. Uh huh. So I literally, immediately again, got to be prayerful. I heard God just really tell me, play Crown. Straight up. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Boom. Literally the first 30 seconds, he said, stop. Mm. I'm thinking something went wrong. Jazzy says stop. Jazzy says stop. Right, right, right. He says, run that back. Uh-oh. Now, as a producer, you know that first 30, 30 to 45 second rule. <laughs> listen, I blew my first deal yeah. not knowing the first 30 second rule. 30 word. second rule, man. If that- I blew my first deal to not knowing the 30 second rule right. and overplaying records. Right, okay? right. So, I already knew. So, Jazzy you know said run it back. Run it back. Oh, I knew what you know that meant. what time mean. it is, yeah. But I'm acting like... Everything good? Yeah, just, yeah. You know, so, boom, he, we running back. Uh-huh. We playing the record. He asked me to stop it again. Ooh. Run it back. I ain't even get to the whole thing, so I finally get it. He asks me, he said, bro, what you doing with that? Right. I was like, you know, that's my record. He's like, I want to get on that. I was like, I'm going to be honest, bro. I was broke at the time. I was like, man, I don't know if I, gotta, I, don't know if I can afford you. He said, it would be an honor for me to get on here. Oh, man. I was like, what? That's okay, that, that's that nothing but, talk right there. I said, yeah, this is yeah. nothing but God. Right. And so, boom, literally, you know, he said he, said he was going to jump on it. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be flying back out two days later. So yeah. I said, okay, you know what? My manager said, hey, I'm going to extend your I'm gonna extend your whole flight out until a whole yeah, week. We out you, baby. So <laughs> gonna, he get on we his out you, yeah. So, you know, he's working. At the time, he was working with Ayo and Teo, so he had uh-huh. a lot of stuff going on. That's when the Roly 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 record was right, out. Right, right, right. So I knew what was going on. Right. So, you know, I'm like, man, I'm not going to pressure nobody, but we're going to wait. Two days later, bro, hits me up. We exchange numbers at the at the studio. He hits me up, bro. We set up the session. We go to uh, uh um God dog uh um Patchwork 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 the infamous. So Patchworks. we went to Patchwork yeah. into the uh, is that C room now? Uh-huh. Yeah, the C room right there. We went to C room. I mean, we in there. 
literally, he was like, man, walk me through it. So he allowed me to vocal produce him. He trusted me that right, much right, right. to where from that point, we just built a relationship, man. And it was like, he was like, you know what, bro? We need to add Isaac on here. We need to put him some, we need, Isaac mm -hmm. needs to put some lead, you know, put some lead mm -hmm. parts on here and it's going to be crazy. You no, know, right. that was his idea to put Isaac Korea on there. And then a year later, I got wind. So I'm in the studio in Houston, uh -huh. at a studio I'm running out in Houston. I got wind from somebody who knows some people in Snoop Dogg camp. They were like, yo, T Black, what's up, man? Right. Hey, bro, you know you're on Snoop Dogg's new album. Sheesh. I, I was like, Snoop, Snoop. I was like, so he, he shows me the song list. Okay. That Snoop had posted. It was like the 40 some songs when he first posted right, it. Right, doing right. it. And I seen Crown. I was like, ain't no way. No way. So probably again, this was 2016. 2017 uh, is when I get the call. Isaac and Isaac Curry called my phone. Hey, bro, da, 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 this was going on. They trying to get you on now. Jazzy calling me. Boom, 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 boom. It's going Man. down. Boom, I set it up. Da, da, da. So I have Sony Records call me and it's like, hey, hey, T Black, we want to go ahead and get this record. I have my management work out all the paperwork. We do all that. Next thing I know, I'm on Snoop Dogg's album as an artist, producer, a writer. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Oh. That's and awesome. I, and I asked him, I said, you want to change some parts of the song? He was like, no. No. From trusting God and having an unselfish moment. Come on. Dog, that's, hey, bro. Come on. That's, I just got goosebumps, dog. That's crazy, bro. And that's, that's, that's an awesome testament of trusting your gift, bro. And, and like you said, letting it make room for you. Let it make room. So I know that spawned off a whole... I know the phone started ringing after that, Man. dog. Snoop, <laughs> Snoop is like top five, dog, in, in a lot of people's lists, bro. Like, so when we did the Snoop project, you know, man, it was crazy. Like, yeah. I, it was so surreal for me. Right, like, right. I just didn't understand it. Like, whoa. And I think, honestly, the reason we didn't get to push that album, I, I hate that the church did not really uh, want to push, mm -hmm. you know, heavily on you know, his project, like I, I felt the pushback right. he got, uh, you know, so, you know, but I think, I thank him. I right. thank him for, because yeah. it got, it got the record out there. People heard it. People, you know, people still to this day talk about the record. People dance to the record. Oh, it's man. crazy that, you know, you put something art wise out there and people, it, it touched somebody. And wasn't that like, that was that like Snoop's first ever gospel album? Gospel. Yeah. So dog, that's history, six weeks. Dog. Number one. Oh, that's Billboard, yeah, top man. gospel album number one. So you know, God is great, man. Yeah, man, God that's is great. that's awesome, bro. So, so man, so what's 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 currently in the roster uh, for T Black, man? What you got? What's what's under, what's under the sleeve? Something that you can talk about, <laughs> or you can give us a little sneak peek. What you got cooking, man? So, what's... so right now, um, I'll talk about this end of stuff. What we got going right now? Okay, Chrissy Stokes is uh, the artist that we've been pushing. Uh, Chris Stokes is my manager. Okay, and so we've been really going hard with Chris, Chris Stokes from Chris Stokes B2K. from B Two K Immature. Ah, okay, okay, okay. And Rodney Jerkins, Let's the go. Beyonce, okay. for Destiny's Child, all of them. Like, okay. people don't know. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, uh, I mean, we can go, we can go further. Okay, we can go further. Yeah. So you know, I think I just thank God. I feel like Chris. That was a godly connection. Mm -hmm. um, like, man, like, literally, that's my bro right there. Yeah. Um, he's opened so many doors, not only for me, I tell him this all the time, but you open doors for my team. Right. So right now, like I said, we've been pushing Chris. He, she, today, uh, as today, we just got the news. We are top 10 uh, on the billboards. Uh, Congratulations, um, Congratulations, Thank you, bro. Man. Thank Huge you, bro. Feet, man. So, you know, that's good. So breaking uh, some producers on my squad. So right now, I got uh, my wife, and she's my artist, uh -huh. Samara Simone. She's the songwriter, Relax, uh, with Chrissy and everything. Okay. So we actually have her album working on her single. We'll be dropping in August right now. Me and okay. Chris working on that. So that's coming right there. Uh, I got another artist that I'm uh, currently signing right now. His name is OBO Chris. Um, then I have another uh, artist, Uji. Oh, oh, you working? Yeah, you working? Working? working, working. <laughs> uh, Uji, and then I got another artist that right now we in the works of getting some things. So right now, just building the roster. The first lady of uh, God Made Productions okay. is our label right there. God Made Productions. God Made everything. We got right, the merch. Right. We have everything. That's your label. That's the label. God Made Productions is the label. God Made is the company. Gotcha. We have several sectors from God Made. Gotcha. You gotcha. Know? Gotcha. And again, knowing the business. Yes, sir. Knowing the business. Yes, sir. So you know, just breaking down 
kind of sections of it. So she's the first lady of it, and she's a songwriter. All of my artists are songwriters as well. That's so cool. my goal is to break them not only as artists, but songwriters. Um, this now, producers, I'll give a gem here. Go ahead. If you want to be a producer, uh-huh. not a beat maker. It's a difference. It's a difference. Mm-hmm. You got to get behind the board. You have to learn how to engineer. You got to know what you're doing. I think a lot of times we use this producer word and not and 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 not just behind the board, but engineering can take your your production to a whole nother oh, level. Of course. Knowing levels, oh, knowing how to signal flow, knowing those no, things. Yes, man. Um, so I think that's so important, but also being able to pull something out of the artist to take that record to the place that it needs now, to be. Now I was about to ask you that. Do you think, or I'm not gonna say do you think, I'm more than sure you do, but explain to some of the up and coming producers out there who might not know the importance of also honing the craft of songwriting into production. Well, how does that go hand in hand and being able to do both as a producer? Because some people think producer is just pushing the buttons, playing the drum pads mm-hmm. and adding That's strings. making the beat. You're That's the beat making maker. You're a beat. Programmer. Right. If we go back to the 90s and early 2000s, we, they called that beat programming. Right. Program, <laughs> keys programmed pro- by yeah. uh, Quincy then, Jones, right? But, but still, as a producer... Give 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 some of them the game on how a producer has to change hats and switch chairs. Hey, let me sit right there right quick. What did this ad entail? As the producer, let's just be real. The producer, the producer, what mm-hmm. do you do? You're producing. Right. You're uh, producing a product. A product. Mm-hmm. Remember, we're not just creating the art of it, but that art has to turn into a product that somebody can sell. Right. That the masses are the, you know, a good set of masses want. So the whole key to that is where the reason you need to turn into that is having those double hats is to understand how to get the best of the record out. To understand, okay, we might need to change that word because that word's not gonna work. Right. People can't relate to that right. word. Right. And making right. the, like me and Jay, uh, me and Drew were just talking in the car, making things relatable of to course. people. You know, of course. And so understanding and I'm not gonna even say you have to be the best songwriter, but just understanding the technique of songwriting, exactly. formatting a to song, format a song to for, and for, form and formation of a song. <laughs> and people don't understand there is a formula. Yes, man. Come sit with me one yes, day man. and get the class consulting, and I'll teach you the formula of it. As a whole formula to this whole writing that I teach my whole team. Again, okay. that's the proof in the pudding. That's why we have them on the billboards now because they use this formula. It's a science to it. It's a it's right. a science right, to right, it. Right, right, right. And so, uh, you know, any a lot of people, if you tap into it. It's it's a winning formula if you right. know how to write the right words and put it into the right melodies and the right cadences and you know yes. how to pick and choose what cadences yes. go and don't yes. go and what ideas should go and not. Well, I go. think the, because some so many people see finished product, mm-hmm. they don't think that some of the finished product we watch and see had so many intricate details That's to it. it. Some of it sounds so fluid and organic that it's no possible way you think there was a structure behind it. Exactly. But nine times out of ten, there's a structure behind it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel you on that. One thing a lot I, I, I see, I hear a lot of artists that when I work with artists, they say, God, dog, I recorded so fast with you. Right. I record this fast for nobody else. Oh my gosh. Right. They feel like you're the most amazing person. Right. It's a formula that right. I use to when I get in the right. studio. I know I don't want to be here all day. Right. And I know how to get this hit song out and right. I know what we need to do. So let's do this formula. <laughs> I'm gonna let you give me your idea and help you elevate that idea to the next level. And I always I always joke with some of my veteran producers because I tell them sometimes being a producer is almost like you got to understand some form of psychology almost. That's it. Because you never know who you're working with in the booth, right? And it's like you have to be this translator between the artist to the final product that's going to go out to the consumer. That's it. Because you get so many artists and they're so passionate and they're so raw and they're so unpolished that they just want to get in there and just rah, rah, rah. So it's like my job is to turn the rah, rah, rah into... A hit song. Exactly. <laughs> Take all that. Yeah. yeah. You got to be the Mr. Miyagi that turns, you know, Daniel's son to the, the championship karate fighter, That's right? It. So, hey, look, I do this with all my producers. Okay. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot right quick. It's not nothing bad, but I always do, and I call this one favorite did, favorite didn't. Okay. Give me one of your favorite tracks you made out of all time. If you was on a. a, a Black Faith, play me your top best track that you can stick your chest out and say, hey, I did that one. 
Oh. What's T Black's top track? My top track. Oh man, you put me on the spot on that one. <laughs> you put me on the spot. Think about it. I, I, Which I, one impressed you? Like, you, and it don't even have to be nothing popular. Like your personal favorite. My personal favorite. Oh my gosh. Ooh. I'm. A, you want me to be honest with you? Of course. I, I don't do. fall in love with my music. What? Okay, I mean, you know, you I, don't have a proud moment like. Yeah, that shit that was kind of dope. <laughs> you can ask my team. And I don't. Word? word. I'm going to be honest with you. I never really get into that oh, moment. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, what's like right now? Like, I'm talking about a top 10 record, right? But I'm talking about, I'm thinking about my artist is about to drop. I'm thinking about right, this. Right, I'm thinking right. about that. Because again, it's not about what you did. It's about what you're doing. So I never really get caught up in what I did. I right, never get right, caught up right. in like, man, I did that. I, I mean, just being honest. Yeah, yeah. Like, in the studio in the moment, that might be it. But after that moment, I'm like, oh, because this might be, this new one is going to be, be it. The next and then this next is. one going to be it. Then this All next right. one going to be it. So I, I've lost that feel of just falling in love with a record. Okay, so bet. We're going to scratch that one off the list. So, favorite, favorite didn't. What's the favorite track you heard that you didn't make that made you say, oh, snap. Oh! That boy snapped on that one. All right, I would say this still to this day. Uh huh. Um, there's a cup, a lot of Kanye. Um, oh yeah, let's talk about that. Backpack Kanye. Backpack Kanye. We talking about pink polo. With yeah, yeah. We talking about black album. Okay, Kanye. okay. We talking about black album blueprint. Lucifer. Oh, yeah. Man. We talking about okay. stuff, records like that. Right, I'm talking right, about right. like I'm gonna be honest. Music for me has to move me. Right, right. Music back in the day really moved me. Like yeah. it was an emotional. Yeah. Now I feel like we rush records. Right. Records are just like. I think the Michael industry had a hand with that. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Especially definitely. Especially with the internet, definitely because yeah. you got to think the formulas change. Let's put out as yeah. much music they as possible. Music whatever, whatever pops is gonna pop. Right, next, right, You know what right. I'm saying? But back in the day, like anything Jay Z, anything Just Blaze, anything Quincy Jones, I'm mad that I didn't wasn't a part of it. Right. Like you know, I, I'm gonna be real. I'm the dude who listens to the Wiz in the car. Oh man, I'm not even. Gonna Quincy start on the Wiz, is dog. like if you don't know what the Wiz, if you no, never down, it, like, and I'm I'm not talking about I didn't. Stream the album. I bought the album. No, and the it's soundtrack over. to the Come on, bro. is a masterpiece. Come on, bro. Dog. You gotta you gotta be That's a fan a of the movie. Yeah, that, yeah, dog. Like if you listen to, I mean, dog, if you go back and study the musicianship, Quincy Jones had these people in the studio doing for the weird soundtrack. Hey, bro, that's dope. Yeah, <laughs> so and that it, says a lot about your history too, man. Not too many people gonna bring up the Wiz, dog. Yeah. That's, hey, that's one of my all-time favorite musicals. So I take in the same approach that Quincy took. What people don't understand about Quincy, what made Quincy great is he put great people around him. Yeah. So right now, I knew in the level I'm trying to go in in my career, I can't do nothing. You're trying to do it when you're trying to go to another level. You can't do by yourself. Of course not. So I said, okay, I know I can play the keys. I know I can get on a guitar and pick around and pick up. Uh -huh. I know I can get on a bass and pick around. I know I can get on each instrument and pick. But why not get people who are great in those elements right. and then help them become to their right. greatest self and turn them from musicians to producers, producers? And then, bam, we all build together. Like, and that's what I build. Like I said, I got the Avengers coming back with vengeance. Uh oh, uh oh. Like that's hey, how man. I feel. Like that, my squad is no. Like my producers and my songwriters are the best. My artists are the best. Talk like, that talk. And, and, and I'm not saying that in a cocky way. No, because my artists go through true development. My producers go through true development. You could put my producers. You can put my artists in any room, and I guarantee you, they can thrive. My artists can record themselves. My artists can rough mix themselves. Right, right. <laughs> like so. I make everybody efficient to enough to where you have no excuse to say you couldn't get anything done. Right. So which makes our system right. crazy. And that's vital to y'all's success too. It's vital to yes, our sir. success. Yes, sir. So where people looking at what we did, what we're doing now for this year, what we're working on for this year, that's for next year. Right. What I worked on last year was for this year. Right. <laughs> so like I'm I'm a year and it's two. It's a three vision years. attached it's, to this work. Exactly. Yes, like yes. I know where I'm going. 
me and my wife was talking about this. She said, what, you know, what's the, what's the in-between point? Why do people get so frustrated in the in-between point of success and in the start? I said, because people start, but they don't plan for nothing in the in-between. They don't plan for the curves. They don't plan for the downs. As soon as they get a down, it's like, oh, Snoop, I didn't get that check that I thought. Because they look at somebody else. They look at these people on social media, and they think... They watch, think yeah. that these people are really living like this. Yeah. Granted, you got some that's living like but that. You but you watch Exactly. Yeah. You don't know what they went through to get that. Yeah. You're not you don't watching know. them in the gym. Oh, come on. Mm. You don't know all the in-between. <laughs> you don't know when they was eating ramen noodles exactly. and ham sandwiches exactly. and all of that. You don't see that. Because exactly. that's not lit. Come on. We're not bringing that up because that ain't the lit part of the come situation. On. I ain't shopped in. I, <laughs> this is my first time shopping in three years. Yeah. I was determined because I'm now I'm building something even greater. So I chose to say, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice in this so I can build something greater that can outlive not only me, but my kids, my kids, kids, and all of my team's kids and kids, kids. Hey, man. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. We're going to mark this down. Y'all got it on. It's recorded. We're going to bring T Black back. Got because you. we're going to do another episode, especially on that. Yeah. The importance of the business. When it comes to royalties, publishing, and being able to feed your kids and your kids' kids and build generational wealth from music. Because it's a lot of people that's in the game. And you would be surprised. I'm sure you wouldn't be. But a lot of people and fans out there would be surprised if they knew how some of their favorite producers and favorite artists are not eating. Come on. Come on, I, bro. Dog, be, like not eating off of these massive hits. And, and I'm just getting my publishing. I'll say that again. After how long? 10 years. You did a pub deal? Originally? I, did, I did pub deals. Right, right. So, like, we're not talking about the, the loan money. Right. You hear that again? Yeah. The money they give you up front is loan money. Of course. It's all loan money. Yeah. That ain't He's not saying long. He's saying loan. loan. Like Chase Mid-South. Yeah. So let's let's go back. I want to touch on one point real quick. What you said about the producer and songwriter. So let's talk about a publishing deal. Okay. Okay. If you have a publishing deal as a producer, you know this fact. Yeah. As a producer, if they say, hey, we're going to give you a deal and you're going to do 10 songs. You're going to do a 10 song publishing deal. We're going to give you uh, $250,000. Right. In your head, you're thinking, shoot, $250,000 and then they're going to give me 10 songs, right. you're thinking that's 10 beats. 10 no, beats and 10 tracks. That's 20 right. to right. 10, 20 to 30 are how they see fit. Right. Okay? And that's the records that they pick. Now, what they don't understand is when you produce a record, that's only half of that's a song. That's half of a composition. If you even co-produce right. with a record, right. that's half of a half. Right. The less involvement, the less the percentage. Which exactly. Right. Which you look, keeps you in your uh, publishing deal even longer. longer. Exactly. So now you sign something that says 10 songs. Exactly. That's really 20 to 30 right. songs. Well, you only got 20% on this last on, record, Fed, so that's not considered a song by our contract. And you're still trying to make 250000 work for these next and seven you done, And you done already bought the Bentley Coupe. Come on. And you done already didn't get the... Went get the condo and all that, and you, you didn't splurge. You didn't, splurge. You didn't came back home and bought VI box. <laughs> <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Right. You didn't went ball on all your haters because you know we get that complex. Oh man, they gonna feel me now. And then when that money gone and them songs not Come complete, on. and that's what I'm passionate Sheesh. about right now, bro. I'm, right. Pa- I'm passionate about. Let, learning the business Teaching yes, All my artists Know the business yes, All my artists I asked them one question I asked them this question I said when I, before I signed them Our producers I said let me ask you Do you want to be independent Or do you want me To go get a deal for you Right Now They say independent I said okay bet Alright you see this contract It may be two or three years But it's going to take that just to get to a point that we need to if you want to be independent. To that part, now, yes. if you want to be signed, this is what you're going to have to give up. And you'll be surprised. When I teach them the business, they take the long road. Right. If you're honest with these people from day one, all of my people, when they after so many years, they have a seat at the table with me. Right. I make it to where you don't want to leave my label. Right. I make it to where when you leave my label, you got a retirement plan. You ain't got to worry about where you're going to get your next meal from, how you're going to take care of your kids to go to college. That's the goal. You got to be a part of the game and change the game. Yes, sir, man. Man, whew. We gonna have to we man we got to put ice on these mics after this man, episode, man. deck man. Look, we we could keep running. We could probably run it for another solid hour, bro, yeah. with the knowledge you got. But I promise, I promise, I promise on me and on E and Drew, we will have you back, my yes, brother. Yes, sir. I'm 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 in Louisiana now, so it's ain't nothing but a two hour drive. Yeah, man. Look, bro, it was a pleasure to have you. Yes, sir. Thank Before you. we sign out, man, let everybody know how they can find you. 
Social media, website, email, whatever. All right. Um, social media at Terrell T Black Urquhart. Um, again at Terrell T Y R E L L dash T Black Urquhart. Mm. That's U R Q U H A R T. God made at God made Productions. Right. Um, make sure you uh, check out Chrissy. Relax mm. as well. Um, shout out to my whole team, the whole God made Productions family, Samara Simone. Shout out to the whole team. A.K.A. the Avengers. Yeah, the Avengers coming back with vengeance, baby. Man, look, bro. It was a pleasure to have you again, man. Yes, sir. Man. Thank you. Thank this you. This is what we all about, man. Yes, sir. Sharing gems, knowledge, information, stuff yeah. that could make people each other. Exactly. Even, dog, you said some stuff I learned from, dog. Like, that's 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 part of what this platform is for, bro, to learn from each other. Everybody's went through different situations, different opportunities, and can give back some game and some information yeah. that we could all use in the future, bro. Yeah. And before I plug in, make sure y'all come in. Hey. This summer coming in, we could bring in a creative resort to Louisiana. Okay. We're bringing a creative resort to, re we're bringing the music business to Louisiana. Talk about it. So in Leesville, Louisiana, we're bringing a whole music film studio, uh, the whole nine yards. You'll be able to do, I'm talking about major film to independent film, to recording, to doing your ADR work from pressing up uh, your shirts, your merch, to having film or uh, photography. So, I mean, you can literally, it's a creative resort that we're building to you come in and you bring your team out there and you really just enjoy and work. Amen. We got a 24-hour chef. We cook your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Hey, man, look. I make a good Kool-Aid, dog, so hey. y'all need a Kool-Aid maker, bro. Find me a spot, dog. Gotcha. <laughs> hey, man, this is The Control Room. I'm your host, Mr. Fat. This has been my guest, T. Black, yes, the hit maker, man. We are signing out. This is The Control Room with 750 Media. Let's go. I ain't heard about a thing, no. Cause it's gonna be alright in the morning, yeah. In the morning. I ain't heard about a thing. Cause it's gonna be alright